Welcome. Thank you for listening to this wholesome word by David Entry. The words you catch will change your world. May your story change from this message. Be blessed. In Daniel chapter 11 verse 32, it says that the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Exploits, this kind of exploits we are talking in life is at the mercy of your knowledge of your God. There are certain people who can't help but do exploits. And I know I'm addressing a lot of them here this morning. People would look at your life to understand what it means when God is awake. <laughs> Sometimes people have to look at your life. When they look at your life, they won't misunderstand the goodness of God. They look at your life and it becomes clear what it means for God to help somebody. <laughs> you, are, you become a case study for the help of God. Like I said, Uzziah served God and as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. Moses says that God helped him against the Philistines and God helped him and he became great. God helps him. So when people look at your life, they will begin to understand what it means for God to be helping somebody. God can advance people. And I see God advancing you. We are in very interesting times and I don't want us to be ignorant about that. Two things. Number one, there are times where your life, you are, in a, you are not in the best of shape. Because the older you grow, the, the more you understand that life comes with troubles. I mean, it comes with challenges. If you don't do anything, challenges will come. If you attempt to do things, challenges will come. There are people listening to me who who gave up on education, on their studies, because it was too difficult. You wanted to do masters. It was too difficult. Your brain couldn't remember anything. You were trying. If you had stayed at that uh, postgraduate level, you would have been okay. You wanted to go higher as an undergrad, and it began to give you problems. You wanted to buy a second house, it came with a problem. Some of you are attempting to get married, and it's become a tag of war. So what I'm trying to say is that challenges come with life. Challenges will come with life. And some of the challenges, you can see that it has the fingerprints of the devil. It has the fingerprints of the devil. It's not everything I can say, but some of us, you have to be smart enough to realize when Satan seems to be getting involved in this matter. It's, it's, it's very, very important. I was told about a gentleman who tried to uh, build a house. By his family, people don't build a house. Not that they don't, they, they haven't. So he's trying to now upgrade the status of his background. Where there's no battle, no fight, the builder gets, gets upset and walks away. 
<laughs> to the extent, sir, he decided to put air conditioning in the house. Yeah. First air conditioning engineer came. Ch- charge money. He started working. He said, no, buy you food. You are supplying wrong uh, brand you charge me for. He said, no, I'm upset. I'm going. Went away with the money. Brand. The brand. He just left. Oh, but what have I done? A Such a good gentleman. And then, wow. now there's a, a battle to fight. Other, besides that, one. Yeah. Like a air conditioning engineer came. He said, no, I don't have time. Another one. After finding another good guy, he said, I will do it. Charge. Started the work. He went on holiday. He went and died. What am I trying to say? No, you can still win. You can still win. But you have to be smart to realize that there's the fingerprint of the enemy on this thing. You, you can tell the fingerprint of the you don't have to be a, a NASA scientist. Yes, 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 yes. When the guy said he wants to marry you. Suddenly, the diagnosed sickness. Sister, this is where you have to realize that you are dealing with things that are stronger and bigger than you can see. Essentially, when you, you live long in the West, you think, oh, these things are really. Some of you, you take for granted spiritual covering. Yes. You take spiritual covering for granted. You will not be a victim. So life comes with problems, personal problems. Some of the personal problems, you have to fight through it. And the guaranteed way of fighting is fighting through faith. So personal problems. And then we have general problems. Like pandemic. That's why it's called pan. A pan, pan means. Uh, <laughs> it's overall. Different from endemic. Yes, yes. Pan. Yes, yes. That, that's one. Everyone, even prime minister, can be in hospital. Yes, yes, yes. Any, so it's a general problem. I went through the pandemic by faith. I didn't have a private problem. But this is a general problem that was facing everybody. So then I had to put on my. I have to uh, engage the heart of faith. Mm. So whether it's a private problem or general problem, faith cuts across. Mm. It's a take the shield of faith by which you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. When Satan rises against you, what you need, first of all, is not a pastor. Wow. Faith. faith. This season that we have, and I'm so happy that God led us to have this month as a month of faith. Yeah. Yeah, it's necessary because I've, I have a feeling that a lot of destinies are going to radically change. I have a, I have a strong, strong prompting in my spirit. I have a conviction. A lot of situations are going to change. I, I know. Things are going to change for people. It looks like on the surface, things are very commodious. Because we are living in very funny times. Especially those of us who live in United Kingdom. Because living by faith is a practical way of living. I was sharing with the branch pastors yesterday that living by faith is not unreasonable. Okay? 
So to live by faith doesn't mean you suspend reason. Sometimes people make it look like living by faith means you, you stop thinking. Stop thinking, start moving by feelings. I feel, feel. Most people who always tell you, I feel the Lord, I feel the Lord. They, they are not reliable. And two, usually those kind of faith does not go fruits. Sometimes people say faith, but they are not being reasonable. And they hide under the guise of faith. Hide under the guise of faith. So uh, it's, it's me. And they talk big. But if you observe their life for six months, nothing has happened. You can't boast about their life. What is this faith life that has not got results? It's fake, not faith. Faith is evidence. So if you are walking by faith, with time we see credible results. Didn't Jesus tell the gentleman in Mark chapter 10, verse 52, that your faith has made you well? He said, your faith has delivered it. So what faith is it? He told the woman, woman, go in peace. Your daughter is well because of your faith. In Matthew chapter 15, Matthew chapter 8, he told the, the man that as you have believed, so be it. And when the man went, his son was okay. The same, they said the same. He told the woman with the issue of blood in Mark chapter 5, that daughter, your faith, verse 34 also, daughter, your faith has made you well. In Mark chapter 2, somewhere from verse 2 also, Jesus saw the faith of the gentleman. He saw faith. He saw faith. In fact, he told his disciples, I've not seen such great faith. In, in, no, not in Israel. In, I think, Matthew chapter 10, Matthew chapter 8. I've not seen such great. He saw faith. And then when he said, I haven't seen much faith, when the man went, Matthew chapter, when he went to me, asked, around what time did the child, they said he was healed at the time, Jesus. He said, the same hour. So faith actually does not have a choice but produce results. Oh, someone should get what I'm trying to say. If, if you are living a certain life, living in a certain direction, and for six months and a year, still no sign of any results, I think you have to examine this faith move mm. or this faith steps you are taking. Mm. It's likely it's not steps of faith. Mm. When it comes to certain basic things, that shouldn't take long. For three years, you are looking for a job. You are looking for a job. You say, by faith, I will turn this one down. And by faith, why don't you take this one temporarily? Yes. You are not actually working by faith, but presumption. Yes. If it is by faith, it will speak. Yes. He said, for the vision is for an appointed time. Yes. He said, even though it tarries, wait for it, for it shall speak. It speaks. It speaks. So we have to, we have to settle this matter. Okay, Pastor, but okay, I'm believing God for the fruit of the womb. Are you saying, I don't have faith? When it comes to the fruit of the womb, some of these bigger things, or maybe marriage, it might take a while. As long as you are taking the actual books and following instructions as well. Some people don't follow instructions. Those people I don't understand. There are people who are believing God for healing. You are believing God for healing. We are praying for you and I believe God is healing you. But you are not careful about what you are eating. Everything at all goes. You are still eating like you used to eat. In spite of the fact that you are dealing with a critical situation with your health. 
So by faith, by faith. So you see, there's a problem here. Someone is not thinking. Someone is not being reasonable. So you have, you have hidden behind faith and being unreasonable in your steps of life. So faith has become like an opiate or opium. A clutch. You are, you, are, you are hiding behind it. So you stop standing. You say, I'm still standing. But you are not standing. You are just hiding behind something. I always advise people. When it comes to your health, I know you are a woman of faith, a man of faith. But where you feel some things, mm-hmm. believe God yes. that I'm healed yes. and still do what every necessary thing, common sense people do. Don't let faith cancel sense that is common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes you look like a moron. And not you. It is extended to all faith people who are by faith. But thank God for people like you, whose life of faith will show the world what actual life of faith is like. So it's not so much, watch this, this is important. It's not so much about the things you say, I feel by so much, it's a lot, it has a lot to do with the results your life is generating. The re, your life is commanding some results that are commanding the attention of onlookers or people who didn't even intend to look at you. They, they, oh, wow. Oh, wow, this your thing is interesting. They, they must notice that this faith life, it works. Yes. It works. It does. Faith works. Yes. Make it work in your life. Amen. Faith. Faith is a non-negotiable means if you want to enjoy the life of God on earth. You have to. Faith. He said, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. For we walk by faith. Shall we read it from the screen? Let's go. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Oh, come on. Please read it out loud. Let's go. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Read it out for the last time. Louder. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. So that means there are two ways to walk. You can choose which one you want to. All right. Let me explain this very clearly. If you are not born again, you have only one way to walk. If you are born again, you have another option. Yeah. Yeah. So either walking by. So this one is the we there is not human beings. All human beings. It's the believers. So believers walk by faith and not by sight. That means that others walk by sight. But you can be a believer and still walk by sight. You can walk by sight because you don't want to bother to walk by faith. But when we walk by faith, it brings the God kind of results in our lives. You can't be walking by faith and be a cheap victim in life. Well, you cannot. You cannot be walking by faith and be a cheap victim in life. The two are not compatible. When you walk by faith, you win in life. Someone say, by faith. faith. Say it again, say by faith. faith. So it's necessary for us to understand that faith is an essential necessity (laughs) for where you are trying to get to in God and in life. It's essential. If it must be by God, then it must be of faith. Unless you are going to do it 
your own way or different means, and it can happen. Things happen. There are people who are getting things done without God. But if you want to get it done with God, then faith becomes a cardinal necessity. Your health. I met, a, 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 I think he's about 70-year-old man last week. I went somewhere to pray and I met him there. And he was telling me his testimony. He said, um, he's an artist. So he said, he couldn't wait for the sun to show, come up. He's going to sit and paint the landscape. He's a painter. Going to paint. He said he had suffered stroke a while ago and he couldn't use his arm. And he started recovering, but it wasn't fast. And he wanted to paint again, but he couldn't because he, was, he suffered stroke. And his pastor told him, why don't you start painting pictures for the church? Maybe God would then, it will trigger the hand of God. And the guy said, that's a good idea. So he started trying to start painting. So he, he regained his strength. In his, and he was telling me, up to now, look at, look at me. I'm fine. And I've not stopped painting. I'm painting. I'm painting for my church. And this thing is real. He said, show me your faith without your works. And I will show you my faith by my works. It's not only the faith actions, but faith results. Works. I've got faith. Where is the work? Where are the works to show? So this, this season, I believe that people are going to step up in radical faith for radical results. Sometimes, sometimes, some of us at our wedding, people will come and see this thing. Ooh. At your name, in the baby dedication, people say, ah. He's doing dedication, I have to go because this we have not seen anything like this before. I see your faith working for you. So, God is a God of miracles and wonders and signs, but not everybody tends to see miracles, wonders, and signs. Yeah. So, for you to see it, you have to step it. And because of that, it becomes necessary for us as people of God to understand that that kind of Christian life you are living, that doesn't require faith. <laughs> he said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yeah, Galatians 2.20. Yet not I, but Christ who live. And the life that I now live, I live by the faith. He says, I'm living by faith. I live by the faith of Christ Jesus who loved me and gave himself. I live by the faith. Faith, we live by faith. As usual, you know, the Bible says in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4, the just shall live by his faith. In Romans chapter 1 verse 17, the just shall live by faith. In Galatians chapter 3 verse 11, the just shall live by faith. And in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38, the just shall live by faith. We live by. We live by. The means to live. In Hebrews, sometimes it's rendered that through faith, the means to get it done by heaven is faith. It's faith. One day they were in a boat and they were afraid they were going to sink in the book of Luke chapter 8 or so and Mark, Mark chapter 4 and they said, they woke Jesus up because they thought they were going to sink and then Jesus said, where is your faith? Oh. So, Jesus, are you, Jesus, are you trying to say 
if, if I had applied engaged faith, it would have done something about the situation. I said, yeah. Why are you so fearful? I said, you have no faith. In the Luke account, he said, where is your faith? Where, where is your faith? Where is your faith? Why are you screaming like that? Why, why, why are you fretting? The doctors have said, I've developed an incurable disease. <laughs> you tell everybody, but I remember, I don't know what the... the truth is the cry will not change it. It actually might aggravate it. Because the more you are depressed or you are down, the more your immune system is down. The more you are down, the more your health goes down. So when stress comes in, health goes down. So, but besides that, when the doctor, after they have said it, pull your faith card. Now, I want to let you understand that faith is, what the faith you are talking about is not like, you know, I have a pen here. So, if there's something, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm somewhere and then they say, can we have a pen? Then I just pull it out. So you pull it out when you need it. Now, faith is not like a spare time which you don't bring it out when you need it. Not like, like the pen I pull. Faith, you live by it. It's, it's like, it's, 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 it's like the oxygen. Ox- oh, come on, I feel like preaching. Faith is like your oxygen. As a believer, it's like your oxygen. Whether life is good, life is bad, things are tough, things are uh, rosy, you don't need change of situation to know when to, you, you just live by faith. You live by faith. You had good news. You said, thank God for this good news. And still your eyes are on God. You hear bad news and say, no way. God is on my side. Sometimes you have to speak to yourself. Like David said, David had to call his soul for a meeting. He said, sit down, soul. <laughs> you know that David, that's David. He pulled a chair. He put the soul on the chair. He said, soul, sit down. Why are you disquieted in me? Why are you troubled? Rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> he addressed, and I said, bless the Lord, oh my soul. What are you doing? What are you doing? Bless the Lord, oh my soul. <laughs> Sometimes, speak to yourself. For she said within herself, Mark chapter 5. She said within herself. She said to herself, verse 28, 29. Mark 5, she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be here everywhere. She said, if I only, she said to within herself, she said to herself, you have to say to yourself. Then you can just say, she said to herself, say to yourself, don't wait for people, don't, sometimes, sometimes you don't have to wait for a preacher. Preach to yourself. You must be one of your biggest preachers. Preach to yourself. When things look funny, preach to yourself. Say, don't worry. There are good days ahead. There are better days ahead. This thing will never bring me down. Sometimes you hear some bad news and it's very worrying. How many of you have heard bad news before? And you lost appetite. You know, some bad news can make you lose appetite. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes some bad news can make you run. I don't mean you run away. Your, your stomach will be run. Yeah. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Me, I know it. Sometimes some bad news can make you run. You lose appetite and you are running. <laughs> yeah. But pastor, when it happens like this, how, how, how do I continue in faith? That's why this message is important. How to live by faith. 
Uh, you know, uh, when you look at the hall of faith, which is Hebrews chapter 11, these are great people. That's the, a chapter in the Bible that's dedicated to telling us how faith changed stories. The whole chapter. The whole the chapter is dedicated. It's like, it's faith, faith. He didn't even, he wasn't just trying to say, um, I want to explain faith. He was telling what faith did. So he starts by saying, verse 2, by faith. I like the by. I like the by it. How did you get that done? By faith. How did you? By the, the means. The means was faith. So he said, by faith. The elders, uh-oh, the elders obtained a good report. And it's, I like what he, he's telling us this to know, not to just tell us about, you know, when um, uh, Winston Churchill, we, we hear about the great things that people like Winston Churchill have done. and uh, You know it's not you. It's not you. Your statue will not be Parliament Square. <laughs> so when you see it, you just thank God for people like that. But this one is not like that. This one is just telling you that, now they did it, and you too, you are next in line for your statue to be there. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's actually telling us what faith, he said, so, so he said, by faith, the elders obtain a good report. By faith. Then verse 3 said, through it, we understand. Hey! Through faith, we understand. Verse 4, he said, by faith, Enoch. By faith, Enoch. Verse 7, by faith, Noah. By, eight, by, by faith, Abraham. Verse 9, talks about by faith. Verse 10, talks about by, you see, it's all by the by, by. I'm talking about the by, not the true one. The by. Verse 10, by faith. Verse 17, by faith. Verse 20, by 21, 22, 23, by 24, by faith. 27, by faith. 29, by faith. 30, by faith. By faith. By faith. By faith. By faith. By faith. He kept saying that by faith, something happened. By faith, something happened. By faith, something happened. Now it's your turn. And then verse 40, he said, and all these were not made perfect with us. I think but he said they should not be made perfect apart from us, without us. So he is saying these things to know that now they did it to be an example to just for you to see how it works. When a lawyer goes to court and he calls a test case, he's not quoting it just to show how he knows. He's quoting it, appealing to the judge that if it was done in this way, then you should do it this way. So the same way, he showed us the evidence of these people and their results. And he said that if they have done that, their results are there because of us. All these were not made perfect apart from us. Don't die in the condition when you can engage your faith. No. Some of us, things are getting too bad. In fact, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24, he said, by faith we stand. By faith we stand. You are standing. By faith we stand. By faith we stand. By faith we stand. For by faith we stand. For by faith we stand. For by faith we stand. We live by faith. We walk by faith. We stand by faith. Everybody can be going down, but you are still standing. I see you still standing. I see you still standing. Seven people were diagnosed with this condition. All the seven, all the six of them are nowhere. But you, what is it about you? 
that in spite of the predictions of medical experts, you have defied all the predictions. How, how are you standing? What do you tell them? By faith, I stand. The last man standing, how is he standing? By faith. <laughs> Shout hallelujah. Refuse to be at the mercy of circumstances. This is your Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm Christian. It's about time you begin to generate godly results by faith. Yes. Which unbelievers can, can generate. It doesn't mean that the project you embark on, unbelievers have not embarked. An unbeliever might have embarked on that project. But you encountered something which every one of them, when they encounter, they can't do it. They are flawed. But you got there and they were watching, you see. And you got there and you flawed it. Yes, yes, yes. And they are wondering, but how did you? And, and then they are actually smarter than you. They are more experienced than you. They know better than you. How come with even, they, they couldn't produce the result, but how come that you have been able to produce the results? Then they begin to realize that there is a supernatural dimension of, oh, come on. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. There's a supernatural dimension to your results. There's a supernatural dimension to your results. To engage that supernatural dimension, then you have to engage faith. Walk by faith. Act by faith. Shout, Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. We have too many faithless believers. Is it not a tautology? Faithless believers. So what do you believe? You only believe doctrine. Yeah. Okay. But it must be existential in your life. Applied doctrine. Yes, yes, yes. I think there's something called applied maths. Right? Yes. Applied maths. Yes, 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 yes. It must, it must, it, it must be existential. Apply it. How do you walk by faith? Now, listen. When we say somebody's walking by faith, as I said, it's not like you wait. You just live a normal life until crisis or something. Then you, that might not work well. When we say living by faith, living by faith is a lifestyle. Okay? So I'm showing you the things you do that make you live a natural. So faith life is your default life. So you are not waiting for something before you now change. But these are the things you do that make you live a natural life of faith. How do you live by faith? Since the just shall live by faith, number one, whoo, I like this one, speak the word. Speak the word. When we say speak the word, what we mean is speak faith. Mm. All right. Mm. Speak your faith. Don't speak your mind. Always talking your mind. Always I say my mind. When would you start speaking your faith? Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Speak your faith. Yes. Speak your faith. What do you believe? What do you believe? The experts have said. The, the, the economists have said this. One, two, three. You are saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what we heard. But now, which? What do you believe? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Those, yeah, I like that. He, he said, "Ask for me in my house." As for me, okay, I don't know the condition. This is the prevailing condition. But as 
for me, Kabashada. Ask for me. Ask, he said, if it seems evil to sell out, choose you yourself. This is the who you will sell. Whether the gods of their fathers behind the, the, the rivers where their fathers, or the gods of, but in, in whose land? But ask for me. Ask for me. Ask for me. Ask for me. Speak, start speaking your faith. Start, start speaking your faith. Uh, your friends, your, your colleagues say, it, it looks like things are not working. Things are bad. Uh, your health. Say, yeah, yeah, I've been to the hospital. But it's well. It is well. <laughs> Some of the things, don't tell anybody apart That's from, right. or, you only have to speak about certain, watch this. Mm. You have to watch what you are saying, even if the doctors have said it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Watch what you are saying. Only say it on need-to-know basis. Thank you. So it's your wife. You, told, you are telling your wife, the doctor said, one of your ears is falling. You understand what I'm saying? Your ears will not fall in Jesus' name. But you, you are telling it. But the rest, so what did the doctor say? Yeah, they, you know doctors, just, just, just check out. It's okay. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Is it well with you? Yeah, it's well with me. I'm fine. And it's, it's, this is what I, don't just, if you don't live by faith, you end up trying to confess something you yourself, you don't believe in it. You, see, you are saying it, but you don't believe it. Uh, my pastor said we should say it, so. Uh, it's well, I'm, 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 I'm moving on. I, I, yeah, I'm progressing. But you know, you say, but please, to face facts, eh, I'm dying. To face, I'm, I'm dying. But you know, they say we shouldn't say that, so. You know, yeah, it's well with me. It's well. So, see, people are saying things they don't believe. Or people are saying things from just the intellectual realm. It hasn't sunk into you. So when something hits you, first thing you will say is the original thing that is inside you. Before you remember, okay, okay, okay. What, what am I even supposed to say? Okay, amen, it is well, amen. <laughs> So speak the word. Speak the word. Someone shall speak the word. Speak the word. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, it says that, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe, therefore, I speak. So speak your faith. Speak your faith. Speak your faith. They, they told you, your, this your child can never pass an exam. Some of the people, you actually have to speak back. You have to counteract that satanic vibe. You have to counteract it. Right there, right there. Other times, too, you just know what they have said. You also speak the way. They said your child has a, a, a rare condition. Why should it be your child? My child cannot have any rare condition. But that's, that's, that's the thing. Oh, oh, okay, thank you for your work. <laughs> they, they, they prescribe a special medication for you. You apply it. But I said, no, no, my child can have this. Depending on where your faith has got into. My child, maybe you apply the medication one or two, and then you see that things are changing. And stay on the word of God. Next time you go for a check, I said, the thing is vanished. But they, they said it's a life condition, lifelong, but it's gone. Yes. It's cool. It cannot outlast your faith. Yeah. 
not receive a word from God and be silent about it. Don't be silent. Let it be your confession. Let it be your language. What you have received from God, let it be the things you are saying. You claim you've received a word from God. Why is it that it doesn't accidentally even slip out of your mouth? Say what God is saying. That is how to live by faith. When you are living by faith, don't wait for problems. You just say what God has said. Say what you believe and keep saying it. Jesus said, let me add this scripture. I think it will help. In um, Luke chapter 17, verse 6, Matthew 17, 20. He said, if you have faith like Master C, you will say to this mulberry tree. So faith makes you say how can you be living a life of faith without having saying say, say your, 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 or speaking the word of God or speaking the, the language of faith? You can't have life of faith without a language of faith. Number two, seek the spirit. This is so essential, brothers and sisters, because many of us have always attempted, I'm going to walk by faith, I'm going to walk by faith, and it's just pro- mental projection. Mental projection, because your friends are doing yoga and your friends are also doing um, a new age and say, you know, you have to speak positive. Is that, is that how they do it? Yeah, positive vibes. I, I feel the, I feel the vibe. I, I just, when you started talking to me, I could, I could feel the vibes. When they start talking like that, the energy. When they used to say, hey, I've, I've seen one of the cousins of the people. He said, you know, when, 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 when he spoke, Richard said, when he spoke, I can, I can feel the energy. I feel the energy. I feel, I feel the force. I feel the force. Listen. This thing we are talking about is not a force. No. It's not an energy. It's the spirit, Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. So what I'm trying to say is, don't use, don't just be working in the mental realm. So it's a, it's a mind thing. It's, a mind. it's not a mind thing. It's not a mind game. Because you have made it a mind game, that's why you will see the results. So what are you trying to say? To live by the Spirit or to live by faith, you have to seek the Spirit. The Holy you and the Holy Spirit. So this whole thing, in 2 Corinthians, it talks about the Spirit of faith. He's the main person behind the faith. Though. Faith is spiritual. It's not, it's not first it's not first mental. It's first spiritual. It's first spiritual. Something in your spirit. You are living from your spirit man. In conformity with the Holy Spirit. So actually if you want to live by faith, you learn how to yield to the spirit more. You, be, you, be, you have to be more, another S word is sensitive to the spirit. How can you walk by faith by yourself? Excuse me, you have an exaggerated opinion of yourself. No. Faith is not of self. Genuine, true faith is not of self. It's of the spirit. So those of us who live our lives, everything, and the Holy Spirit doesn't even come on your mind. The consciousness of God's presence doesn't even occur to you. You can't live a life of faith. To live a life of faith, you must practice his presence. You must know he's with you. You must know he talks to you. He guides you. It guides you. Sometimes when you run out of what to do and you are not hearing anything, just make the decision go because you are aware he's with you. 
make the right decision, the best decision you have, you know to make at that moment and learn how to depend on him. Just keep going. Trust him. Trust him and yield to, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Some of us, certain challenges, we would have escaped it if you have been sensitive to the Holy Spirit not to have eaten that food. It's very easy to follow appetite. Many people have chosen life partners and wives and husbands based on appetite. <laughs> appetite, not leadings. So you see, you have gone to choose a husband or a wife that will make it very difficult to try and live by faith. You know, sometimes to live by faith, you need to surround yourself self with faith boosters. Some relationships boost your faith. Other relationships will dump your faith. Yeah. If, if you have a husband or a wife who everything you say, you attempt to walk by faith, they pull it down. <laughs> they tell you, all this nonsense, when will you stop this? Every time. Sometimes you are afraid to express any sentiments of faith or any wishes of faith because that woman will tear it from your eyes. That man will vandalize it from your life. And you see, sometimes some people are mentally very strong. If your wife or your husband is mentally very strong, or your sister, some of us, your sister is everything you do. Even the type of food you cook, you have to call your sister and discuss with her. Some of you, your, 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 your sister is too strong in your life and she's an unbeliever. Or her version of Christianity is faithless. Wow. And you have to depend on her counsel for every major decision. I think you'll be making a mistake. Depend on the Holy Spirit for every major decision. You want to live by faith? Learn to seek the Spirit. Hey, we have a long way to go, right? Okay, I'll rush to. Number, uh, <laughs> number three. I like number three. Stay your mind on the word. See, I said speak the word. But now, this number three, stay your mind on the word. It, you can speak it, but the, the word is not constantly on your mind. Okay? This is what we call Meditation. An expectation. So, for instance, I'm going for an interview. I'm just expecting, expecting that whatever it is, God's counsel will stand. You are not taking steps based on expectation. The expectation is founded on God's word. Or when I say God's word, let's get it very contextual. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. No, not just hearing. It's hearing and hearing. Okay. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. So the hearing and hearing and hearing is a rhema word. The word that registers with your spirit. Not just the doctrine. You, you receive the doctrine, but there's a word that has ministered to you. There's a word you have from God. Yes. Keep it on your mind. Okay. okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Keep your mind on it. All right. Regarding your marriage, keep that mind on your, mm. get on your mind. Mm. Hey, no, I know I have a word. As I read my Bible, it jumped to me. Or it was prophesied to me. But I knew this is from God. Keep the word on your mind. In everything, as you are going your day to, let the word. And when something rises, I remember the word. Yeah. And let the word become the platform for your expectation. Yes. Keep the word. Keep the word you have received. Keep your, stay it on your mind. Mm. Stay it on your mind. Because Satan will test you. 
Satan will throw anything at you, but stay the word on your mind. Stay the word on your mind. He said, I know that though he slays me, yet I will trust him. He said, I know my redeemer lives. That at the end of the day, so Job had a word on his mind. That come what may, I will have the last life. Because a word has gone. Sir, you remember Paul? He said that an angel appeared to me and said, you are going to Rome. So what is, what are, why, are, why are you talking about shipwreck? Me, I'm already in Rome. One of my, life, my legs already is in Rome. So it doesn't matter the shipwreck. I'll still get there because I'm going to Rome. There's a word that's going to take me to Rome. That's right. There's a word I'm carrying, and that word is what is taking me to Rome. In spite of what the doctors have said, in spite of what the situation is, there's a word I'm holding on to. There's a word I'm carrying. I carry a word that is going to take me to Rome. Number four. Number one is what? Number two. Number three. Number four. Step out in faith. Step out. Step out. Step out. That's how you walk by faith. That's how you live by faith. Don't sit there and wait for things to change. Don't wait for all the traffic lights to be green before you step out. Just step out. Step out. Those of you who drive, sometimes you are getting close. It's still red. Just before you get the chance to uh, green, amber green, and you are gone. So you can be seen red. Just keep going. Didn't he tell them that go towards the Red Sea? Yes. Go towards the Red Sea. But there's no way in the sea. We don't have a boat. Move. Moses told people, move forward. Exodus chapter 14. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you this day. For these Egyptians you see today, you shall see them again no more. He said, just go forward, go forward, move forward. Verse 15 told them, said, go forward, just go on, move forward. Amen. Can you imagine the walls of Jericho? Restricted Shilad. Joshua chapter 6. Then the Lord said to Joshua, see, I've given you, ah, ah. It's after the, the it, maybe if he had said it before the place was shut. Some of you, that's what we like. You heard the, what God would say. And then when the problem came, then maybe he started. God, wait. When the place was shut, he told Joshua, I've given the place. But, but the place is shut. He said, I have given you the place. So when they were marching around the walls, he had it on their mind. God has given us this place. God has given us this place. God has given, I'm telling you, God has given you that victory. God has given you that victory. So stay that word on your mind. And when you stay that word, step out in faith now. Step out in faith. If you stay in the boat, you will never have the experience of walking on the water. You want the supernatural experience of walking on the water? Oh, but that one is pastors. Ah. Faith testimonies are not the exclusive reserve of pastors. There are a lot of pastors who are not having testimonies. Because faith is no respecter of persons. Results are no respecter of persons. Step out in faith. Listen, excuse me. It's about time you take a step. You've waited for too long. Faith is steps. Faith is defined by steps. Steps. You know, one day I'm, I'm really going to be on fire for Jesus. Hey, hey, please, please. Today is that one day you spoke about yesterday, today. Tell somebody, step out in faith. Can I continue as you end? So, 
Speak the word, seek the spirit, stay your mind on God's word. Step out in faith, stay in obedience. By faith. God told, do you know what God told Abraham? He said, you have sacrificed your son by obeying. He said, now I know. Verse 15, Genesis chapter 22. Thank you, Jesus. By myself, I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing, I'll bless you. Multiplying, I'll multiply. And multiply your descendants as the stars of the heavens and as the sun which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gates of their enemies. Next verse. This is where I'm coming to. Verse 18. It says, In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. What he did was obedience. Hebrews 11, 8. By faith, Abraham obeyed. By faith, Abraham obeyed. By faith, he obeyed. How do you live a life of faith? You are in obedience to God. It might not be popular. It might not be convenient. It might not be nice. It might not feel nice, but you are in obedience. Sometimes, you see, most, most people, do you know the problem? Most people are waiting for some, a voice from heaven. My son, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, go and stand by Buckingham Palace. And the one who bears, carries the queen's jewelry will be passing by. They will call you. You just finished arguing with your husband. And he, you know he was wrong. But the Holy Spirit is telling you, say, I'm sorry, you won't do it. And you are telling me, walk by faith. <laughs> Simple. You scream on your daughter, she almost fell. And then you later on realize, later on, you realize that maybe you didn't try. And you felt in your spirit that you should apologize. He said, never. You won't do it. <laughs> See, so most of us, we are not able to walk by faith because we are living in abject disobedience, not big instructions. Most people are waiting for, if God can show up in a dream, he does, he's not a fan of doing that. So he will show up to you in a dream. But that's small. Tell the usher this time, you know you don't like the usher. This time, when he, she ushers you, don't say anything. Just sit everywhere. Anywhere she puts you. And she did it. And now he said, no, 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 no. You see, you see, you see. So, so, in little ways, husbands find it too difficult to say sorry. Yes. 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 But, but, excuse me. You see, don't, don't move, live the life of obedience to sow a seed. Sow a seed. So, God is telling me, somebody has to sow 5,000 pounds right now, right now. Those are the things that we peg our obedience on. But simple, simple things, simple things. You are about to buy something because it's now 80% reduced. Oh. And you hate in your spirit that don't buy it. Don't buy it. And some relationships, some especially in relationships and things that we have to do, the Lord will prompt you something which might not be very convenient. But the, the person might not even appreciate and understand it. But so long as you are concerned, you are walking in obedience. You're walking in obedience. But God has been telling you, get up. This church carries. Go there. Go. You are not coming. You are not coming. And you want to walk by faith? <laughs> so, me, you know, I'm very comfortable with this online thing because the way pastor can preach, he has eight points. He never finishes eight points. 
<laughs> there is just a new set of points, and the next week we say it's now 12. <laughs> but, but to live by faith is your life is characterized by obeying God. We, we are not all perfect. Listen, we are all, none of us is perfect. But start it. Start living by faith. Living by faith is not natural. It's not natural. So start living by faith. So do things you don't do. Based on this. So obedience, staying the word on your mind, you know, speaking the word. These are not natural things we do. But you have to engage. That is how, and don't wait for crisis before you try and do these things. Don't wait for crisis. Do them. Let it become a natural part of your life. Then you are living by faith. And the just shall live by faith. Somebody can, can I add one or two more? Yes, yes, yes. Are you sure? Are you very sure? Because my time is up. My time is up. This month, your faith is speaking. Amen. <laughs> when I see the scriptures, then I need to add the scripture. Because in John chapter 9, Jesus said, Go to the pool and wash. He obeyed and he came back seeing. Verse 11. Look at verse 11. Verse 11 said, he answered, a man called Jesus made clay, anointed my eye, and said to me, go to the pool of Siloam and watch. What was the next statement? So I went and washed. That's the point. So I went and washed. Chapter 5 of John, verse 11, it says that he who made me well, the same told me, take up your bed and walk. Why should I disobey? Obedience. Someone say obedience. obedience. Some of us, when it comes, you, I don't understand people who are believing God for financial prosperity, but they don't take faith steps, especially steps of obedience when it comes to their finances. But they are believing God for financial prosperity. They are believing God for wonderful marriage. But when people's weddings are announced, this one, I know how she got him. I know how she got him. Some people, who, I, I'm, I wonder if the way you are going, God can endorse you buying a house. Because you have, you have always talked down people who share their testimonies of how they, they bought a house. So, but this one, we can do it. It's because somebody's child has gotten into a very wonderful school. So it's because of, you know, it's because of, it's, you, walk, you water it down. You water it down. Instead of taking steps to celebrate it and obey God, that God, I can see. See, when you give God credit for that testimony, you are likely to believe God for that kind of testimony. But when you hear somebody's testimony and you say, this one is not God, you take God. So that kind of testimony, God won't bring it to you. I, began, I realized pastors who explain church growth away never see church growth. Do you know why? Because it, the only way you can credit church growth yeah. or you can respect church growth is by saying that this one is God. Yeah. But if you say, oh, this one is just systems. This one is just organized. It's social media that has grown the church. Okay, it's hotel meetings that have grown the church. No, don't do that. Somebody is sharing a testimony about how God has given her a husband. You are explaining it away by makeup. That is because of this uh, long eyelashes, long eyelashes, long eyelashes. 
That's why even when pastor is preaching, she always gets up. Then you, you, you use that. You, you use that, yeah, because she gets that. People have been noticing it. No, don't get up. <laughs> what I'm saying is, don't water it down. Some of you heard someone sharing testimony about a house they bought. Yeah. You are watering it down. Yeah. yeah. Water is down, but this one, it didn't mean it. Ah, you will never share that kind of testimony. Yeah. Simple steps of obedience. Stay in obedience. Last three, supplicate always. That means pray always. When you are prayerless, it will be hard to walk by faith. Are you listening? You are not praying, but you are expecting to live by faith. Please. Please. Be a prayerful person. When I say be a prayer, I don't mean be a prayer warrior every time. You know, the charismatics are good with all this this year. Whatever it means for you to pray, please keep saying one. Not momentarily, always pray. You are in your car, you pray. You are at, 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 at dinner, you pray. You are in the office, you pray. You are in the restroom, you pray. Wherever, you keep praying. And then you have to dedicate some time you actually pray. This one is time for prayer. It depending on your schedule. Sometimes it can be one hour. Sometimes it can be 30 minutes. Sometimes it can be even 10 minutes. Depending on your schedule. But then besides that, you are prayerful. You, you are prayerful. Everything. You, you pray, God, thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray, help me. Give me wisdom. You are doing an interview and they are asking you a question. You are praying in your head. You are praying in your head. Pray. That's, you live by faith. You know what prayer means? Prayer is an expression of dependence on God. That's, that's, those who don't pray, they are making a statement, I don't depend on God. Wow. Wow. You are waiting for your pastor to pray for you. So we are making a statement, I just depend on my pastor. Wow. When you pray, it's a statement that you depend on God. When I'm coming to church, that's one of the things, even if I'm tired and I don't pray, I have to pray because God must help me to be able to be a blessing. Yeah. I depend on God. So supplicate always. Oh, I like this, number seven. So what's number one? Number two? Okay, our people are not used to these points, so um, if I were the people, I would type it and put it on the screen, but they are not used to it. Number one is what? Number two? Number three? Stay your mind on God's word. Number four? Step out in faith. Number five, obedience. Number six, supplicate always. Number seven, shun fear. Shun, shun fear. Or as Minister Tapa would say, shun fear. What does that mean? Fear not. Hey, excuse me. Excuse me. You always hear things that will send shivers in your spine. You always hear something. Sometimes, the older you are growing, especially with your health. With your health. But fear not. Hello? Fear not. With, with your marriage, when you hear negative statistics, fear not. They are talking about some people, not you. <laughs> yes, yes. 
Nowadays, oh, many companies are shutting and people are losing their jobs. So, wow, please pray for, pray for those who are losing their jobs. No, that's for you, it's not you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't shut. When your boss calls you for a meeting, say, wow, it's promotion time now. Yeah. When you see, you hear what you don't want to hear and it's disturbing, still fear not. Still fear not. And always say this, none unto God are always waiting for the foundation. Fear not. For God has said, I'll be with you. Fear not. Jesus always told them, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. How can you live by faith in timidity? Fear not. Don't be afraid. In spite of what you are hearing, in spite of what is going on. See, some things are going on people don't know. And some of you, things go on in your body. Hey, this go on in your body. For some time now, the muscle under your underarm, every now and then it's like it's a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Satan, the first thing he suggests is, I think it's cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Even if the doctors tell you something, still fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. See, you must, you must be conscious of his presence. Sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. For thou art with me. Fear not. Jairus. Jairus was told that your, your daughter is dead. Leave the master alone. In Mark chapter 5, verse 36, Jesus looks at him and said, Fear not. Only believe. Fear not. Only believe. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I think now I want to talk to somebody. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. I know you've done some things that have implicated you. That make you think you deserve something. Not in God. God is a God of mercies. There's nothing small in God. He's a great God and he has great mercies. Hallelujah. God is great and rich in mercies. Great mercies. So the fact that God is rich in mercies and has great mercies means that even when you deserve something, you can still look up to him and believe him that mercy will prevail. Fear not. Fear not. You can't live by faith in fear. Fear not. Please help me preach to somebody. Tell the person, fear not. And tell the person, fear not, it shall be well with you. Fear not, it shall be well with you. Say to another person, fear not, it shall be well with you. Eight. Today I finished. Did you say? Let me finish before I finish. <laughs> Number eight. Sing his praises. Sing his praises. Never run out of praises. Acts 16.25. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns. Some other translations said they prayed and sang praises. Sang praises unto God. In the bad situation, they sang praises to God. In the precarious situation, they sang praises to God. In the confusing situation, they sang praises to God. In the situation where they feel they have not been treated well, they sang praises to God. 
It was an unjust situation, but they sang praises to God. Not for the situation, but they sang praises to God for his goodness. When they were going to battle, the prayer, the praises they sang was that, for God is good and his mercies endures forever. So they sang, according to 2 Chronicles chapter 20, from verse 21. They sang, they are 21, they appointed the singers that they should praise the beauty of holiness. holiness. I, Pastor, I can't wait to talk about the beauty of holiness. Oh. Holiness is beautiful to God. Oh. That's why Lucifer, who was created with all the beauties, as soon as he fell out of uh, holiness and sinned against God, he was cut out. There's nothing beautiful in him anymore. Because God finds holiness beautiful. Beauty, he said, that they should praise the beauty of holiness. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the beauty. That means God, God is unique. It doesn't matter what he does. He's always right. He's always right. He's always right. Sing the beauty of holiness. Sing praise to the beauty of holiness. Don't wait for it to turn good before you praise him. Praise the beauty of holiness. Because God alone is right. And all he does are right. Sing praises to God. The Bible said Abraham was strong, giving glory to God. He didn't grow weak in faith, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Even in his situation, he was still giving glory to God. Some of us, it, it's too rare in your language for us to hear, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you Jesus. That I was, I was having a chat with a, a, a bishop friend of mine, a big guy. We're having a chat. And something, and then he said, thank you, Jesus. Then he laughed. He said, I'm now sounding like you. Thank you. I didn't realize that he has noticed that thank you, Jesus, is part of the punctuations of my vocabulary. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And mean it. Mean it. Don't let, make it just a platitude or a cliche. I mean it. Let it be an expression of your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Every time. That's how you live by faith. Always praising God. The songwriter said, let it flow with ceaseless. Take my life and let it be. Consecrated, Lord, to thee. Take my moments and my days. Let them flow in ceaseless praise. There's always praise of God in your mouth. There's always praise. That's how to live by faith. Sometimes even when you're crying... I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, come, the situation will radically turn in your favor. How do you live by faith? Number one? Speak the word. Number two? Seek the spirit. Number three? Stay your mind on the word. Number four? Step out in faith. Step out in faith. Number five? Stay in obedience. Stay in obedience. Number six? Supplicate always. Number seven? And number eight, sing his praise. Hallelujah! I see your faith working for you. I see your faith changing the situation. I see you rising high as a man of faith and a woman of faith. I see situations turning suddenly in your favor. So shall it be. So shall it be. Christians are called believers because we are people of faith. He said, fight the good fight of faith. First Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. And what do you do? You lay hold. Uh -uh. Fight the good fight of faith. So what? You end up laying hold. You hold, lay hold on eternal life. 
you lay hold of something. Fight the good fight of faith. You will lay hold on a trophy. You will lay hold on eternal life. The actual life, real life, good life, higher way of living, you lay hold on it. Fight the good fight of faith. He said, I've fought the faith. I've finished my course. It's about time someone steps up in faith. Start walking by faith. Talk by faith. Raise your children by faith. Start your business by faith. Get married by faith. Build your house by faith. Buy your house by faith. Escape the corruption of this world by faith. All the dangers and the negative forecasts, you will sail through it by faith. You will sail through it by faith. Unscathed and untainted, you will sail through it by faith. Because you are a woman of faith. You are a man of faith who only lives by faith. And you walk by faith and not by sight. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. You're welcome to connect with David Entry on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also find more spirit-filled messages from Caris Church on YouTube and all relevant streaming platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share the message. Be blessed.